When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Happy Friday, everybody. Okay. Thank you for listening. This is My Talk 1071 for everything entertainment. Hey. Hey. The Donna and Steve show. Hey, it's Friday again. Yes, it is. It went by very quickly. First full week back after the holiday. That's still going fast, I guess. Thought that was a 2020 thing. <laughs> still going fast, these going weeks fast. are. Which means we're all getting older, getting closer. Very quickly. To yeah. our death. Okay. Well, that's funny you say that. I do think about that quite often. Oh, Shocking. hang on. <laughs> hang on. Updating my not surprised file here. Okay. Okay. Um, you yeah. Got to. You know, you don't know. How many Christmases do you have left? How many birthdays? You know? I, uh, yes. You're okay. talking to a guy who's always, you know, uh, weirdly <laughs> sentimental. And nostalgic and all of that kind of stuff. Yep. So I get it. There's a there's a there's a there's a bittersweetness to it all. Yeah. Is there not? There is. It's a bittersweetness. Closer to the end than the beginning. Girlfriend. Right? Well, um, again, happy Friday. <laughs> now I just want to give an update to something that I talked about earlier in the week that I've been getting tons of mail about. And I know that uh, okay. And I know that our uh front desk has been patching through a whole lot mm-hmm. of calls that have right. been coming into the station. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Why, you ask? Well, earlier this week, I mentioned that I would get new garage lights. Lights in my garage, which is a very often a dimly lit part of your home. Okay? Okay. And Well, the reason is it's a big space, and there's usually just one 60-watt or maybe a 100-watt light bulb if you're lucky, and that's it. You don't have functional light. So when I uh, went to my parents' house, they had this light in this utility room. And I looked and said, good golly, I don't remember it being this bright in here. And I looked up, and there was this three-pronged LED light that was just shining light all over the place in a, in a really clean, bright light. So then my brother said, we've got that light, too. It's great. I went on Amazon. I found a four-pronged one. Got both of them. I have two light bulbs in this garage set up because it's a, it's a three-car garage. <laughs> and uh, so one light bulb on each side. You just take out the normal light bulbs. You screw in like you would screw in a light bulb. There's no installation here. Screw in the light bulb. And it goes uh, up and right into the ceiling. You turn the lights on, and it is night and day the difference. 
It's just crazy. So uh, we we linked up to this. Didn't we link up to this the other day, D-Bone? Um, yes. We Indeed. linked up to these. You can find these garage lights. Uh, but I think another place that it would work really well is if you have kind of a dank uh, basement room or uh, the basement could be if it's unfinished. You just need more functional lights so that you don't feel like you're battling shadows all the time. These lights, about $21 per, which is pricey for a light, but they're LED. They're going to last for years. And it's... It's night and day. I don't like LED lights. Now, I don't either. And just so you know, I, I don't either. I have been a uh, an opponent of the LED movement because for so long, it started to change. It has put out a really harsh, bright, blue-hued light. But they have gotten smarter, and I would argue this. If, if there's any place where you want LED light, it's in your garage and it's in any storage room. Whatever room your furnace is in, get this light in there. I'm not going to tell you what to do. Okay. Why do you need so much light? I'm just curious. <laughs> like, what's the deal? Donna, I, I thought this would be really right up your alley. Well, I thought that you would battle with the shadows and things like that. Mm, it's just point. functional light. It's in your garage where it feels... I, I think that most garages, as they're built, just seem a little dim, seem a little yeah. dank. And this is the solution to all of that. You've got storage things in there. You're looking for tools. You want a little extra light. This thing's amazing. It's amazing. All right. Sorry I blew up. Don? Yeah. Don't you think this sounds like an exciting light bulb? I do think it sounds exciting. Yes. I had. Okay. You know what I'll do? Because I'm a giver. I'm going to send you two photos. I don't want to like post pictures I of my cars. Send I think that's weird. Bulbs. No, absolutely not. Absolutely okay. not. Okay, I'm going to send you both uh, a picture, and and I want you to know I'm sending you the before picture first. Okay, so the before picture just came through. Okay. I want you to know pictures don't do this justice at all. Not even close. When I, I read I've, reviews, I've never seen anyone get so excited over a light bulb. Because you haven't seen this light. Oh. You, you your eyes aren't open to I looked at reviews and people were showing pictures Whoa. and they said you wait until you see this in real life because pictures as often fail. Okay, so that's a before picture with our standard bulb, okay? Do you see it, Donna? Wait. Or do you need more light? You're hilarious. Okay. okay yep, yep. Okay. That's a before. I thought that's this a normal. Was the after. No. Okay. Here comes that the after. Really nice and this... painting, by the way. Thank you very much. Uh-huh. Now here comes the after. Look at these side by side. Now, yellow dingy light, bright white showroom light. Oh, oh I, see. I do see the difference. And the picture is. It doesn't do it any justice. I showed my kids this morning. They're like, whoa, it is it is freaking bright, guys. It's very bright. <laughs> I don't see a picture of the, oh, there it is, the actual light. Okay, so you just screw it in, and it just kind of does its, does its yeah. thing. It goes in like a normal light bulb, except there are four LED panels. Imagine a really small ceiling fan is how I would describe it. Okay. And then you can flex those panels up if you want the light to be shining out on a wall, or you can flex them down if you want them shining down on your vehicles or on the ground, whatever. Oh, you can change I it. see. So you can move them around. Yes, they're totally flexible. Oh, what's the brand again? Oh, gosh, I don't know. I got Silica. Silica G. Silica G is what they're, uh, they're called. But That's you can find a ver- name. A variety of uh, knockoffs <laughs> on Amazon. Uh, but yeah, 20, $21.99 for one four paneled light bulb that will it. last you years. Okay. My problem is the light bulb is under like a plastic mm-hmm. thing. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like that's mm-hmm. connected. Oh, yeah. You know, it's a cover, a plastic cover. And that's probably the light that comes on your garage door opener. Mm, when I turn the light on, it's oh, under interesting. There. I think. Oh, I we got to get that plastic sheath off. Right. I need to when get you this LED over? light when the pandemic is fully eradicated. All right. Fully. Fine. <laughs> All right. We're getting the, there, though, At the estate guys. sale. We're getting there. I know a bunch of... <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> hey, wait, I, I know, closer to the end. I told well, you. Well, just... No, I mean, that's how long it's going to take to fully eradicate it. That, that wasn't an age joke. <laughs> oh, okay. Mm. Mm, I think it was, actually. I mean, okay. All right. Anyway, our Facebook question today... What's it, the first thing you would do? Not buy, necessarily. What's the first thing you would do if you won Powerball or Mega Millions? Powerball's 470. Mega Millions is 510 million drawing tonight. Oh my God, I better find my numbers. Yeah. Um, oh, that's, a, that's an easy, that's easy. So okay. easy. But I think people are going to go off of, are, are you thinking quit your job? No, oh. not at all. Oh. Nice try. Hmm. I wasn't thinking that either, management. Oh, I lost my numbers, guys. Uh-oh. Shoot. You lost your lottery numbers that you dreamed about? Yeah, yeah. You did not. I did. I had them written down. I'll figure it out. Don't worry. I'll be fine, guys. I'll be fine. Oh. <laughs> when oh, we no, come I'm back, <laughs> uh, you can go to our Facebook page and let us know what you do if you want a mega millions lottery. When we come back, some things that make you go, huh? What do ABBA, the Beach Boys, the Notorious B.I.G., hmm. and the Who all have in common Hmm. see if you can figure that out that and other dumb things that you might be happy that you learn when we come back on donna and steve on my talk thanks for listening to the donna and steve show on my talk 1071 everything entertainment this is a thing about music okay mitch abba Uh the biatch boys Mm-hmm. Bob Marley, mm-hmm. Diana Ross, mm-hmm. Janis Joplin, uh-huh. Jimi Hendrix, mm-hmm. the Notorious B.I.G., yes. Oasis. Mm-hmm. Okay, where are you going? Yas Queen. Okay. Snoop Dogg. <laughs> and finally, The Who. Yas Queen. All have one thing in common. They're all music makers. Ha 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 ha. Donna, take that garbage answer and throw it out. All right. Think of typically the month of Janvier. Excuse me, that's French. January. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what generally happens in January? Um, everybody makes. Um... In the music world. Oh. Everybody makes resolutions. Um, let me think. Uh, what happens in the music world in January? Think of your grandparents. <laughs> oh. If you have a good relationship, if you have a good relationship with your grandmother, maybe you call her Nana or Mima. Mima. All right, now January music industry grandparents keep going. Come on, oldies. Someone's biting their steering wheel right now. This is fun. Now we can't give up on this this oh, line okay. of reasoning. All right. January music industry. Yeah. Grandmother. What else might you call her? Granny. Gran- well, you're going to say something about the Grammys? Yes! The Grammys happen in February. Oh, is that right? Yeah. <laughs> My bad. Bad clues. Oh, well, they were supposed to happen on January 31st this year. Oh. Okay. And then they got, I'm sorry about that. Anyway, <laughs> uh, 
Uh, none of them have ever won a single Grammy. Oh, wow. Abba, the Beach Boys, Bob Marley, Diana Ross, Shannon Shoplin, Jimi Hendrix, The Notorious B.I.G., Oasis, Queen, Snoop Dogg, and The Who. None of them. Queen? Well, a bunch of them. I know. Queen is shocking. Um, a bunch. Yeah, they should have won for that. Stop. Bohemian Rhapsody album. I mean, yeah. Well, they didn't, guys, which means they could also put us on that list. The Who and Donna Valentine all have never won a single Grammy. Oh, that's funny, Steve. <laughs> Only 17 state capitals are the largest cities in their states. Bigger, not always better. Huh. <clears throat> Only seven state capitals. 17. 17, 7 D? Seven, okay, no, 17. <laughs> okay. State capitals uh-huh. are the largest cities Got it. in their states. Oh, sure. Second day in a row, we talk about possums. Don used to own a possum, a, <laughs> okay, a, a, a derivative of a gliding. It's called a sugar glider. snap. Yeah. A sugar glider. Sugar but, snaps. <laughs> but it's, okay, it's called, I should have named her. Yeah. Sugar snaps. It's called a sugar glider, which is a euphemism because really it's it's a it's a relative of the possum. Well, now this on possums, it's impossible to poison a possum. They produce a protein that basically neutralizes any poison that enters their body, and scientists are trying to use it to build a universal poison antidote yes. for people. Wow. What if in the end of all this, we ended up thanking the possums? They were the heroes of the human story. Hmm. Things make you go, huh? All right. Donna's going to like this. Is she? Yeah, you are. It's because this is, this is the country radio humor you know back in the day when there's a different scene amongst the jocks (laughs) during the cold war the government briefly considered a plan to mark a bunch of extra large condoms as medium and then airdrop them into the soviet union it would then make the soviet men think that their junk was considerably smaller than american men's that is the dumbest <laughs> thing I've ever it's such heard. A, you it's can like tell a, guys are running the yeah. world, right. right? Hey, what if we sent them uh, extra large condoms and said they well, were that would be so bad. Yeah. <laughs> Who's going to end up being the wiener of this war? <laughs> mm. I have to stretch because I only la, have la, one. La, <laughs> yeah, sing a whole verse because we have to. We have four minutes left, and I only have one more stat. But this oh. one's gonna be good. You guys are gonna like it. Okay. The first live sporting event broadcast on ESPN was a professional what game? Air hockey. Okay. I like where your head's at. Ooh, uh, table tennis. Okay. Softball. Oh. This happened in 1979 between the Kentucky Bourbons and the Milwaukee Schle- Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts.
I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Blitz. <laughs> People Miller are drunk. Schlitz. <laughs> schlitz. I, a funny word, schlitz. Hey, you know, can you hand me that can of schlitz? <laughs> you gotta be careful. <laughs> yeah, you gotta yeah. be real careful. Yeah. I remember when I was a kid, and we grew up in this small town, Springdale, Pennsylvania, 4,000 people. You would walk a few blocks away from home and go to this softball field, and we would watch this men's softball league. And, oh, they're playing softball tonight. And then you even got to know some of the guys who were really big hitters and who could hit home runs. It was so exciting as a kid, just going to the local field and watching grown men play softball. You know, like a beer league? Yeah. Sure. And that or was just good living back then. That was all we needed for entertainment. You and Shibes. Shibes was in softball? <laughs> no. Oh. Did you just you see Shibes? No, I just remember telling you to stop calling her that um, <laughs> because she's not on your softball team. Oh, oh right. Mary. Right. Now we're talking about Mary Scheibel, or is it Sheble? What did you guys say it was? Scheibley. Scheibley. I thought it was Scheibel. It feels like oh. it should be Scheibel. Let's get her on. Can we book her as a guest? <laughs> I don't know. She's probably in her office. You want me to go check? Yeah. Just tell, We just want to know what her last name is, if it's Scheibley or Scheibel. Why don't we just call her? We have her number? No. Uh, we could go to the front desk, but she's scary. Well, no, she retired. <laughs> she retired after 52 oh, Sharon's years. Sharon's gone. Sharon. Oh Sharon's gone. Why didn't I send her a note? I know. Oh, we got an email when you were on vacation. Oh. Yeah. 52 years with Hubbard. Unbelievable. Mm. I mean, oh, really she must have been just sink in. A I mean, young lady. Oh. I should have known. They had a 50th celebration for our... Now, this is our receptionist, Sharon. She's been long the watchdog. If you've ever come to our uh, station at Hubbard, you have had to pass Sharon, and she does not let anybody through. I mean, she you need to prove why you're here, and it better be for a damn good reason. And she looked like, just to get a visual, Barb from Stranger Things, grown up. There yeah. you go. That works <laughs> perfectly. And she, it was funny, I loved talking with Cher Bear, and uh, she just retired, she didn't die. And she, uh, on her final day that I saw her, it was December 23rd, she had a Santa hat on, and she seemed a little extra cheery, and she said, don't I look festive? Oh. And and I should have known that something was up, because she was just a little extra cheery, a little fishy. But yeah, Cher Bear's gone. Wow. Congrats on the retirement. That's great. I'm Mary Shibley. Hi. I'm Mary Scheibel. Oh, my God, Steve. Okay. Anyway, sorry, everybody. I will. N- I never see her. You guys will awkwardly pass her in the hall. Well, it, the only time it was awkward was when you kept making up your your fake law firm. Scheibs being Seaman. <laughs> made, made up of Mary Shibley, Amy Daniels, and Dan Seaman. Let's see if I can find her number here. Okay. Don't forget to play Powerball tonight, everybody. That's right. And Mega Millions. Millions. Is Mega Millions the same? Does that work the same way? Like you fill out a little card? 
Okay, why don't we just kind of condense those two? Fill out a card. Oh, because you're doing your own numbers. Because I'm doing numbers. Oh, sure. If I could remember, there's one number I can't remember in the seven digits. Oh, no. It's okay. I could use those six. Yeah, that would be good. That still gets you like a million bucks or something. Right, Steve? Where did you write it down? Donna, we have to find the other number. On my ongoing to-do list. Oh, I know. It's a nightmare, you guys. Really hard being me with all these papers. <laughs> <laughs> hey, when we come back, I wanted to talk about this. I finished The Handmaid's Tale thus far. It exceeded my expectations. I'll tell you what we know about season four. Friday edition of the show on my talk, 1071. Everything entertainment. Getting my breaking news sounder here. I've got to check this, Donna. Well, Whoa. it's not really breaking, but um, I did finish The Handmaid's no, Tale. No, 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 not uh, that. Not uh, that. I tell you what, um, we've got a phone number. We have a phone number. Okay. We are going to finally put to bed, is it Mary Scheibel? Is it Mary Scheibley? Scheibley. She of Scheibsby and Seaman. She handles important <laughs> things here at in the radio world. I'm only doing this because I know that I may never see her in the next six months and she'll forget that all of this happened but uh we're gonna call her voicemail we understand she's not in the office today so we're gonna call her voicemail to hear how what what's her truth how does she pronounce her last name oh i see like hi this is yeah and then this way we'll know what to say to her your call is being forwarded to a mytel voicemail system Hmm. mary shibley is out of the office whoa you guys were right Wow, I do not like go, that Don. pronunciation. You don't one like bit. it? Oh, I like not it. I think it bit. sounds fancy in French. Shibly. Oh, that's really misleading. Oh, gosh. It should have been Shibble, I think. <laughs> Shibly. Shibly. I like it. All right, Shibs is Mary Shibly. <laughs> now, Donna, listen. I know how awkward you're going to feel about this. Next time you see her, Uh-oh. someone will have told her about this, and you'll be the only one there yeah. to receive whatever awkward oh, personal all interaction I'm say happens. Is, I'm sorry about Steve. <laughs> That's all I have to say. <laughs> She'll get it. Don't uh, worry about it. All right, now can I talk about The Handmaid's Tale? Yes, okay. please. So, Dawn, did you finish it? No. You didn't finish season three? Nope. Did you finish season two? Uh, no. Okay. Are you um, watching the It was so sad, but it was so sad and dark. I just couldn't. Yeah. I just is. couldn't do it. But I do know um, one person in particular who I live with who actually used to watch it at the gym. When he was on the gym. He goes, it's kind of embarrassing because I'm getting through Handmaid's Tale and I don't want people to see it. Is <laughs> it on wow. his own? It, would it be on the TV on his treadmill? Oh, or? On his iPad. So he just puts the iPad there while he's like lifting weights or No, no, uh, when he's on the elliptical or whatever. Huh. Like he'll do an hour on the elliptical wow. and watch yeah. Wow. Okay. So Wow. Remember we were talking about the type of music that we listen to and you were like, Yeah, I don't use music in the same way you do because yeah. you need it to be upbeat, like workout type of stuff. Yes. Wow. <laughs> Crazy. Well, <laughs> it is a very dark very, very dark, but very, very well done series. And Elizabeth Moss is amazing. She is such a great actress in this role. And it exceeded my expectations, the finale of season three. Oh, wow. It was so good. 
I didn't want it to be over. I didn't realize I had just watched the last episode. Oh, that always sucks. Yeah, and I was like, okay, let me just go to, you know, um, episode 14. And then I come to find out that I just watched the finale. It is so so fabulous, so good. And it's coming back for a season four. So if you are a fan, I've got a little bit of information. Um, You know, they were in production in March, Mm -hmm. but then the pandemic happened. So they only got two weeks before they had to shut down. Hmm. And then they resumed in September. So the show should be, uh, season four should be coming back in late spring, summer but oh now i'm bummed out that you don't know how it ended oh i oh <laughs> well it was a great ending mm-hmm. okay. you could make it up and just go back a bit and lie something yeah. really great happened okay something good happened on this show yeah, yes. on handmaid's tale oh, yes oh my gosh something, they all got released something real well not that good <laughs> but something really really good happened paralleled with something kind of uh, so, th- there was a woman that killed a man is my guess oh very good steve that's oh. part of it that's, okay but that's not how about um can i guess also yeah sure what about um somebody who was not fertile is now fertile Okay. And Did her you name say Fertile? Is Myrtle. Fertile. No, oh, Fertile. <laughs> oh. oh. <laughs> um, no. No, but um something even more epic. Oh, something, really? Yeah. Okay, because the whole premise is that there are some women who cannot conceive anymore and then there's the peop- the women who can are used as sort of like they're you know, the handmaids. They're the they're the baby makers only and that's their place in society and they are kept not revered in society but also just Mm. sort of kept as mules they're slaves basically yep they're slaves and they go through this i'll just call it a ritual Mm -hmm. for the sake of using stronger words but there's a ritual that they have to go through to become impregnated and boy is that weird by the Mm. um what do you call by the commander with his wife in the room yeah it's oh, so Lord. weird, Steve. It is you weird. should that... never ever watch this. No, it's it's that's a creepy vibe. That's it, a creepy, creepy vibe. Oh, it's so creepy. It's so wrong. It's it's infuriating. But anyway, I will tell you that June obviously is still alive because if she dies, the show dies because she's sure the lead. But um, they're bringing back some new. Ca- they're bringing in some new characters. I should say. So, let's see. McKenna Grace of The Haunting of Hill House and I, Tanya. Dawn, did you, do you know who that is? Yeah. She's, okay. So, she's 14 years old and she's taking on the role of Mrs. Keys. She's a teenaged wife of a much older commander. Gross. Mm, who rules her farm and household with confidence. So, she's probably going to be a big character. And then, I just wanted to tell you... Mm, Hmm. It's going to be different than what you've seen before. This is coming from the um, the showrunner, um, Bruce Miller. So whatever you think is going to happen, you're probably wrong. Oh, so watch for that in the summer or the late spring. Okay, okay, it's excellent. Thank you. You know what I keep hearing about a different show. I keep hearing people talk about uh, Cobra Kai. Everywhere Me I turn, too. someone's saying you got to watch Cobra Kai. Now I I've only ever watched the first episode, which I really liked. 
but that was back when it was on YouTube Premium, and now it's on Netflix, all three seasons, and people are loving it. Our yeah. executive producer at TCL said he stayed up till 2 a.m. last night watching it. Wow. Yeah, I have friends who watch it, too, and they're like, you got to watch it. It's so good. I'll check it out. I wa- You know what I did watch? Um, I checked out the it, Mr. Mayor. Oh, how was that? Darn it. I forgot to set my DVR. Okay, so this is Ted Danson's new sitcom. And it was, it's cute. You know, it was, it was, you know, the very first episode. I can't believe Holly Hunter is in this. Oh, how about that? <laughs> I just can't believe it. And Why she, is it striking you so strange? Because I strange. think of her as such a movie actress. Oh, and I don't think of her as a network TV sitcom actress. Sure. But um, she's really good, obviously. And this basically is about a guy who lost his wife. And he's got a daughter, a teenage daughter. And she's never seen him work, I guess, because he retired okay. early on. So he decides to run for mayor to impress his daughter. <laughs> Um, it's really cute. It's a really cute show. I don't know if I'm going to become a regular viewer of it. I bet I will, because I really fell in love with Ted Danson in The Good Place. Yeah. I liked him before. I loved him in The Good Place. I found him... He is so utterly likable. He he truly is, not just as his characters, right? but watching him in interviews, you're like, wow, what a nice man. Listen to his interview. If you have a, If you have an hour to spend... The podcast is called Off Camera with Sam Jones, and it's a great interview with Ted Danson, and you just see how his sweetness permeates the interview. Yeah, I I had no idea. I mean, just going back to the Cheers days, I would have never pegged him for that kind of guy. I would have thought he was kind of, you know, cocky, but he is so in love with his wife, and it is so sweet. He doesn't care about... Blowing kisses at her during an interview. You know, he's just right. he's just a sweetheart. Anyway. I think I'm going to go, uh, having heard that, probably go nibble on Lou's ear maybe during the commercial oh, break okay. if I can squeeze God. it in. Guys, <laughs> that makes me so uncomfortable. To the M to the I. <laughs> anyway, Steve, did you watch The Chase? Donna, I forgot to do all Why did of this. You, what were you well, doing with yourself last well, night? I, well, I did watch um, <laughs> Last Man question. Standing. I'm, I have, I'm saving that until 11 o'clock when oh, I am Grant yeah, is I, here. I heard something sweet happen. There was, uh, well, and I think that Tim Allen tipped his cap to what's to come. We'll get into that later. But at 7.30, I had told my son uh, we made a plan earlier in the day to play video games together. So then the whole family ended up going upstairs at 7.30, and that lasted until bedtime. And then at 9 o'clock, I installed the garage lights. Wow. Okay, I have a question. What's upstairs? Um, The video game console. Okay, so we're like... I I want a little visual of your house. Like, is upstairs the play area? Or is it... I'm picturing bedrooms upstairs. And we have those also. There is a loft area upstairs, like a bonus room, mm. and uh, and so that's where we have our uh, little sectional couch, and an entertainment center, and mm. a, a flat screen. Not to brag, but it's flat, <laughs> flat screen television, <laughs> and the uh, and the video game console. So it's yeah, little, just a little spot to get away. But it's really where video games are played. And- Remember, I got that couch. Where you can turn it into a, uh, it's a modular sectional that you can turn into just yeah. a giant mega couch, like a bed. Sure. I got that. By the way, 
I got that from um, Costco. Oh, yeah. It ripped. Oh, yeah. And now I have to go oh, through the process now. of returns. How do I feel there? How do I? How do you even tell them this fabric tore? <laughs> I don't know. But funny you should say that because you know how your couch... Like I have a sectional. I had nice. it. I had to have it custom made. Oh, because did you now? I had to because to the fill space the space. Was, the space was. <laughs> just shut oh, up! Boy. The space was weird. It was large. So no, not large. Just an interesting shape. So anyway, Don, do you have any idea how much custom sofas cost? No, you get mm. you just pick sizes that you know you put together a sectional. So you didn't have like a cobbler. <laughs> Cobblers for shoes, um, or a seamstress, or whatever. It's still work. A couch maker. No, but you know how the pillow gets all like one of the back pillows gets all mushy at one point and misshapen. So I'm dealing with that right now. Mm. And so I went back to Macy's where I bought the couch and I asked somebody like, "Hey, is there like you know a manufacturer that sells the fill?" Blah blah blah. And he said, "No, but there's a." Um, a fluffer who comes by and fluffs. F- there's a fluffer in Bloomington that they use. <laughs> oh, you know, a seamstress Whoa. or whatever. Okay, gave me the name. What does Deval do? Writes it down. Yes. And then what happens? Loses the paper. She loses the paper. So now I can't remember the name of the company. Wow, I couldn't have seen that coming. Oh gosh! I know, you lost one of your random notes. piece of scrap paper. Just like the lottery numbers. <laughs> Honest to goodness. All right, you don't have to yell at me. I'm sorry. Well, listen, I'm a man of the people. I bought my couch where I buy my eggs. (laughs) And chicken wings. Oh, yeah. I know. I need to get some chicken wings, and I need to get a chuck roast for a poor man's burnt ends recipe that I'm trying tomorrow. Why is it a poor man's? Well, because normal burnt ends would come from a brisket, which is an expensive cut of meat. Poor man's is just getting a three-pound chuck roast. And uh, it's a workaround. Don't worry, Doc. All right. Don't All worry. Right. <laughs> How am I going to tell Costco about my ripped furniture? Um, I'm going to have to send him a picture. Yeah, or go just talk to a manager. What, do you want me to drag that thing with me? <sighs> Good luck to you, sir. When we come back on the oh. Don and Steve Lou, show. I'm coming to nibble. Oh, <laughs> David. Um, Burger King is going back in time. And uh, Dawn's got a story about... Um, hmm, a connection from Britney Spears to what happened at the Capitol. We'll get to that what? coming up next on My Talk 1071. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. Let's talk burgers. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. Well, this is fun. Are you a Burger King person? Oh, yeah. I love a Whopper. Had a Whopper last week. Did you really? Yeah. So good. It was so good. Oh, my gosh. I could go for a Whopper right now. I feel like if I had a Whopper, I would never... I mean, it would be... All downhill for the rest of my life. Uh, yeah, because you'd realize how how good it yeah. tastes. It's so I much mean, more I used fun to than eat them when I was, you know, in college and high school and all that good oh, stuff. I could see you leaning against the schoolyard. The whole yard. Yep. The whole yard. Yep, yeah, I'm eating a burger. Up. We had a kid in my class whose dad owned like all the Burger Kings in town. Nice. Oh my. Yeah, and so we had 
when we had a party at school. Oh. Like for his birthday and stuff, it was just they'd bring in Burger King. That's so great. And Burger King always offered a nice option other than the chicken McNugget from McDonald's. Oh, it was a yeah. chicken, more of a chicken strippy thing. It was yes. it was different. So like a chicken chicken nugget and a chicken tender, if they met at a rave, it would have produced yeah. the chick the chicken tender thing from Burger King. And they had this orange drink because they didn't want to give kids soda, so it was oh, like yeah. this. That was always my go-to, the orange drink. So good. Like, what did they think? What did they think was the unhealthy thing? The carbonation. I don't know. I mean, you know. Maybe there's more there? sugar. I don't know. It's stuff. There's a sugar bomb. All right. On Thursday, mm-hmm. as in yesterday, they announced that they are um, they, they, they're doing this branding redesign, which includes its logo, its food packaging, its restaurants, and they're trying to reflect the evolution of their 67-year-old burger giant-ness. <laughs> Let her go here, Don. Anyway, they've been doing a lot in terms of food quality and experience, and they felt that putting a wrap uh, around all of that with an upgrade visually Mm -hmm. would help to signal to their customers that they're evolving. Okay. It's kind of retro. It's really fun. I like these retro things. They make me feel good and nostalgic. Me too. I love it. I do too. And I actually think that they're even doing that with uniforms. Really? Yeah. yeah. You well, know what I'd like to see? Like polyester. The old flame broiled, have it your way commercials with Dan Cortezi from MTV. Cortezi? Remember those? Is it Cortez? Yeah. Okay, the Shibley you know Shibley ruined me. Mary Shibley ruined me as a broadcaster. Oh, that's funny. Let the record. Shibley. It's Shibley. Is it Lee or Lay? Lee. Shibley. Yeah. Yeah. Just... So it's like Calm a. Down. It's not that hard, Steve. <laughs> All right, we Dave do have Cortez. one of their commercials here. Oh, yeah, yeah, we'll talk about way. Dave Cortezzi more. Okay, here okay, we go. This along. is the old commercial. All right. Hold the pickle, hold the lettuce, special orders don't upset us. All we ask is that you let us serve it your way. Let's. Have it your way, have it your way, and Burger King. I love it. Oh, she knew all the words. Yes, remember it? No. That's what I liked about Burger King when I was a kid is that you can customize your yes. order. You don't have to take it the way it is. May I play an old thing now? Yeah. Or uh, it's not my uh, show. Ask her. Uh, it's not mine. Donna, permission? No, your name's first, Donna. Oh, okay. Is, is that how it works? Okay. I think it's 5149. Yeah, you have, you're a majority shareholder. <laughs> All right. Yeah, uh, sure. Okay, thank you. This is uh, Dan Cortez. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> this is Dan Cortez doing his old BKTV commercials. You remember these? Oh I love this place. Dinner. It's a whole new thing, and it's happening at Burger King. That's actually all we need to play. No, I don't okay. remember that. You don't remember those? No. Oh, man, he had a backwards hat on. His hair was long. He looked so cool. So cool. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Dan Cortez. I had a guy crush on him. Aww. Really? Oh, that's sweet. All right. Well, that's what I saw. So um, be on the lookout for new uniforms, new branding. Burger King. Herp-burger. Herp-burp. Herp-burp. Uh, now, Dawn, what do we know about uh, Britney Spears' 
connection to the riots at the Capitol. Okay, so her ex-husband, not Kevin Federline, the other one, uh, he had a front row view. Oh, do you mean the one she married in Vegas? Jason Allen Alexander? Yes, they were married for like 12 hours. 55 hours after their (laughs) wild wedding. Okay, um, so he was taking selfies in his his, uh, political beanie going on Mm. um he was just having a good time wanting to really feel like a part of something probably do you think that i am trying to be kind here and hoping that there are a majority of people who attended this since there were so many people there who didn't know it was going to get to that level i do because i can't believe that all of these people would be completely on board with something like this and then maybe i'm hoping that they sort of backed away slowly. I, I'm hoping for that as well, unless they got caught up in the mm-hmm. the whole you know, mass hysteria. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I, you know, you could only assume that there are always going to be some bad eggs in mm-hmm. a in a group of peaceful protesters, right? That make the protest turn into bad. a riot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow, interesting. Oh, jeez. Oh, she married Jason Alexander, huh? Well, there were other people who were uh, joking about Brett Favre. So the protester who made his way into Nancy Pelosi's office and has that now famous photo with his foot up on her desk and he's pointing down. Someone tweeted and said, wow, crazy that Brett Favre shot his latest Wrangler ad in the midst of the riots. Oh, no. And he does kind of look like Brett Favre at at a quick glance. You know what I thought? So for the for those... For those people who are in photographs that will be forever remembered, mm-hmm. chances are that that let's say that guy, let's call him the the Favre lookalike, okay, who was in in Nancy Pelosi's office, mm-hmm. that photo will be remembered forever. And I bet that there were a lot of people who knew him, know him, work with him, whatever, who would probably be shocked to see that picture because maybe you knew that someone you know was going to a protest right but then as it escalated to the point where it did and then these pictures circulate of the you know the the anarchy in the midst of the the u.s capitol i just feel like wouldn't that be such a surreal moment if you saw a friend of yours or yes. a family member just or like, an uncle yeah. and you're like oh my gosh they're, they're, they're the one yeah. at nancy pelosi's desk like i uh, like watching um um um, America's Most Wanted, mm-hmm. and you're like, oh my God, that's my that's my neighbor. There you go. I need, or, or worse yet, if you're sitting watching TV with the guy, <laughs> yeah. that's my roommate, right? And you're like, I'm just gonna run out to get some gas. Oh boy. <laughs> anyway, that guy's going to jail. Jeez, Louise. Let's hope. I mean, seriously, didn't he steal something off her desk? Also, oh, so many things happened. Like, oh. No. Just awful. Uh, uh, more about that Jason Alexander guy. He kind of likes protests because TMZ caught up with him the last time. In August, he had joined the hashtag Free Britney movement. So he was out gathering the outside of the L.A. courthouse where oh, wow. the hearing was taking place on her conservatorship. So wow. he, I wonder if they still speak. Maybe he just really likes likes to protest. protest. Hmm. Hmm. Mm. Huh? Stop it. Oh. All right. Well, um, I, I bet there were a lot of other famous people who were there as well. Yeah. I mean, 
he's not even Dancing with the Stars famous, that guy. Forgot about him. Yeah. (laughs) What a quick little blop of celebrity stardom that he had for for what a fifty five hour stretch. Yeah. One of the most famous people in America. You're you're married fifty five hours, right? Wonder what the high point was of the fifty five hours and when they hit rock bottom. (laughs) Hour one. Anyway, when we come back, a lot of lot of music news today. I want to hear this Duran Duran cover of David Bowie that we talked about yesterday, and now we actually get to hear it. Yeah, it's, in my opinion, very good. Oh. I'm not familiar with the song, though, weirdly. They uh, they covered five years, but sound outstanding. We'll get to that. Miley Cyrus lost her puppy. She wrote a song about her a few years ago. you got to hear it. It's so good. That's all coming up in the beat on my talk.